0: Everyone has been in more than one lose-lose scenario in life. Some of us are in one right now, if not many. Currently, the lose-lose scenario is a stable of the construct of your time-space reality. So you can get an idea of what I mean more when I say a lose-lose scenario, I've got a list of examples for you. It's the 1700s and Great Britain has decided that Scotland belongs to the crown. The Scottish are now in a lose-lose. They rebel and are in war and die, or they submit and they lose their country and are taxed and oppressed and lose the Highlander way of life. A mother dies, her son is gay. The family disapproves of him being gay and says he can't bring his husband. He doesn't go to the funeral and now he's the family scapegoat who's blamed for increasing the family's pain. He does, and he has to deny his own authenticity as well as his support system during his time of grief and damage the partnership he has with his husband. A son is born to a sports-oriented father. When this boy is sensitive and wants to read, he's shamed for it and punished. He only receives approval when he plays sports. He plays sports, which he hates and he's terrible at, and he's bullied by the team because he plays so poorly. He doesn't, and his father rejects him and won't spend any time with him at all. A woman's married to a man who expects her to take responsibility for the kids and be a mom 24 hours a day. She does this and is completely depleted and feels like a terrible mom because she resents the kids because she's self-sacrificing. However, she takes time for herself And he then tells her she's a terrible mother and a person, withdraws from connection and sleeps on the couch. A friend puts you in a zero-sum game. If you don't fight for your own best interests, you lose. If you do, you might win. But even if you win, you will get hurt in the process and lose the relationship with that friend. Lose-lose scenarios. Something that we also call a no-win situation, a catch-22, a double bind, or a damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario make us feel powerless. Of course they do. They make us feel stuck. But what we don't understand is that we're actually choosing to be stuck. We're choosing to not move. Now, why would somebody choose to stay stuck or to not move? Here's the answer. Because moving right will cause more pain and losing left will cause more pain. So I'm gonna stay right here. Universal consciousness, in and of itself, is concerned primarily with self-awareness. That was the whole reason for the physical dimension, for life in general. (sighs) To put this in terms that are probably more simple for you to understand, what we call God or Source, doesn't fully know itself. It's interested in knowing itself. The thing is, Source or God, what I'm calling universal consciousness, is in fact currently in a state of fragmentation. This means that the overall self-awareness of itself is created by the self-awareness of each of its parts. Now, universal consciousness, if you were to put all of those fragmented bits together, all of it has one quality, multiple qualities, but one quality that it has is free will. Now, when something that is imbued with free will fragments, each one of those fragments now has free will. Now, it's at this point, and only because of fragmentation, that multiple free-wills can now exist. With multiple free-wills, that's really the only time that it's possible for free-wills to either oppose or to be in a state of alignment. The lose-lose scenario is currently one of the very best constructs to create self-awareness and therefore to create expansion within the universe itself. The lose-lose scenario is in essence an authenticity construct. At first, this may seem strange because a lose-lose scenario tends to make people choose to not move and stay stuck instead. That's only temporary. Because the rest of the universe does not choose to stop or stay stuck with you, all of the circumstances that you're in currently will begin to escalate and escalate and escalate until you are forced to choose between either of these options. Now here's why I'm saying that it's such a powerful authenticity construct. Because nothing will tell you more about yourself than when you're forced to choose between two negative consequences. Choosing between a wanted and unwanted thing is not difficult. Choosing between an unwanted and unwanted thing, now that tells you what really matters to you. That tells you what you really, really want. Therefore, what a lose-lose scenario is doing, universally speaking, is forcing you into your personal authenticity and therefore your personal expansion, which is what causes universal expansion. This is why nothing will reveal someone's true colors better than a lose-lose scenario. The way that a lose-lose scenario looks from source or universal perspective is like a trap. A trap that is meant to teach whoever's caught inside it, true freedom. Another way of visualizing the way that the universe itself sees a lose-lose scenario is kind of like the pressure that is put on coal that turns it to a diamond. And yes, there is a belief within this universe itself that there will be no expansion and no movement without pressure. When we find ourselves in lose-lose scenarios, what we tend to do immediately is to resist the lose-lose scenario itself. We basically try to do anything we can to change that external scenario. This doesn't often work in a lose-lose scenario because To give you a metaphor, it's a bit like when we're confronted with a boulder, we become like a boulder ourselves, and then we just crash up against it, and there's a lot of fireworks, but no real movement. What we fail to do is to meet that rock and choose to transform ourselves into a water or a willow like state in response to it. We need to accept the situation at hand we need to not focus on getting it to change into a different scenario or the person creating the lose-lose to change. Instead, we need to turn towards ourselves inward and find our highest and best option or our personal choice given the external circumstance, assuming it won't change. In other words, if the lose-lose is like a rock, we need to become like water or willow. When you find yourself in a lose-lose situation, you have three options. 1. Find a creative way out of the lose-lose scenario. 2. Choose to not move and to stay stuck between these options. 3. Consciously choose the consequence that is the lesser of the two options. The first option, to find a creative way out of the lose-lose scenario. It's not always available in all of these lose-lose situations, however, if it is possible, it is by far the best option. (laughs) For example, people often manipulate to get their own needs met by putting other people in a lose-lose scenario. Obviously, by forcing them into a situation where it's obvious which choice they're going to make and it's a choice that benefits you, you get your needs met. Now a lot of times if you're one of these people that's been put in these situations and you figure out exactly what need it is that someone has, that's the reason they're putting you in that lose-lose scenario, and you find another way to meet that need, you found your way out of the lose-lose scenario. This also works for you. If you are caught in a lose-lose scenario, think about your needs as well. This is what I mean by that. The reason that it feels like a lose-lose is that on both sides, the choice you make is going to lead to some need you have not being met. Therefore, become aware of what that need is that won't be met if you choose this, and what need won't be met if you choose this, and find other ways to directly meet those needs. This makes it so the situation on either side doesn't feel like a loss, or at least as painful to choose. This is usually the path of least resistance. Also, a great many times our black or white tendency of thinking makes it so that we can't actually see the situation at hand. It makes us narrow-minded as hell. So that in this type of a scenario, where we think it's black or white, there's actually a blue option, and the yellow option, and a red option, on top of many shades of grey. Essentially, anywhere from one to a plethora of alternatives and better choices we could make in the situation at hand. Another alternative is to flip the tables and put the person who's putting you in a lose-lose scenario in a lose-lose of their own. This isn't gonna improve the overall quality of the world itself, because it's still war, however, I must mention it, because it is a creative strategy nonetheless. The second option is to choose to stay put, to not move and to stay stuck intentionally. This is actually healthy in the very, very short term. What I mean is that if we're not intentionally staying stuck because of avoidance, most of us tend when we get put in lose-lose scenarios to make impulsive decisions towards one or towards the other. This is also not healthy. So the healthy version of doing this in the short term is to put everything on pause long enough to consciously and deliberately evaluate the whole situation. Where this becomes unhealthy is where we're using non-movement and stuckness deliberately as a method of avoidance. When we're doing this, we simply go into denial or refuse to make a choice so that someone else will make it for us, because that mitigates us from responsibility and accountability for that choice. What it also does is it allows us to stay in this more comfortable position, even though it's not comfortable, it's a discomfort, but it's less discomfort than choosing either path. But the thing is, is this is short-lived. Because in this universe where nothing's going to pause along with you, everything's going to be escalated, making this choice is a bit like choosing to stay in water that's being brought to a boil it will escalate, it will get hotter, hotter, hotter to the point where now the pain we're in, in this stuck position becomes actually more unbearable than making either choice. Basically, the universe will continue to expand and move and therefore escalate and turn the heat up on you until the choice that is most in alignment with your authentic truth will present itself as obvious. The third option, deliberately choosing the consequence that is the lesser of two evils in any scenario, will tell you the most about yourself. First, you have to become aware of specifically what this lose-lose scenario actually is. As conscious as you possibly can be. Then, we need to avoid falling in the trap of powerlessness and feeling victimized. That being said, the fact that you feel powerless and victimized in a lose-lose scenario is completely normal. And in fact, I would say healthy. It's healthy to register the fact that you're being put in that type of scenario, which is what your emotional guidance system is trying to tell you. That being said, there is something that we can do about it. And that is, to realize your free will. Part of taking your power back in a lose-lose scenario is to consciously see your free will within the scenario. When most people are caught in a lose-lose scenario, they actually lose complete touch with their free will. They love to say things like, Well, I didn't have a choice. Here's the thing, you did have a choice. Even if somebody has a knife to your throat, it's actually a choice to die. So this is something you have to really understand. Even if it's obvious that you're being forced to make one decision, that anybody in your position would make that same decision, so it doesn't feel like it's a choice. It actually is a choice. Also, if you get stuck in one of these scenarios between a lose-lose and someone else makes the decision for you, that's still you making a decision. It's you exercising your free will to put the choice in someone else's hands. This awareness of your free will is going to give you a sense of autonomy and agency, which will decrease the pain of making that choice. Another thing you can do if you're caught in a lose-lose scenario is to change the way you are thinking about that choice. I have no way of showing you what I'm about to say. But I do need you to understand. Even if you can't fully see it that what changes the way you feel about something is completely your perspective about it. Therefore, if you are able to consciously change your perspective about a choice you're making, you're able to change the way it feels. I'll give you some examples. We can alter the meaning that we assign to the experience. To understand more about this, watch my video titled Meaning, the self-destruct button. We can focus on the lesson inherent in the situation. This will help us to feel as if the experience will add to our future success and well-being as well as help us to avoid the circumstance that has put us into this position in the first place. We can find ways to think about the consequence that makes us feel good or at least better about it. We can also recognize that all pain is in fact separation. If I perceive two choices or two situations as both leading to pain, then what I am actually perceiving is that both scenarios will lead me to a separation from something. The question is, Separation from what? When I discover what that something is, I can question whether making that choice does in fact separate me from that thing. I can also find alternative ways to keep that thing or get that thing. One way to change the way that you're thinking about a lose-lose scenario is to understand that in every loss scenario, there is the seed of a win. So you can understand more of what I'm talking about. When Hitler came into power, that was a loss for the world in general especially some countries more than others. However, if you look from universal or objective perspective, World War II, specifically Hitler's reign, is what added to the collective desire for peace more than anything else over the course of human history. Now this situation where you're looking for the win-win inherent in a lose-lose scenario, usually only becomes available to you in retrospect. You can look for it before that point, however. And one of the most common examples of this, which is more easy to accept than the Hitler scenario I just gave you, is to understand that so many times people are looking at a lose-lose scenario when it comes to the loss of a relationship. They make the choice to lose the relationship and at the time it feels like the worst thing that could possibly happen to them. Then years down the road they end up in a relationship with somebody who they're truly compatible with. And now, they can look back at that seed of a win that was in the loss and realize that that decision, even though it seemed painful, was in fact the best one they ever made. Now I'm going to tell you something that's going to change the pain you experience in lose-lose scenarios to such a degree that you'll never look at them the same way again. It's this. If you're caught in a lose-lose scenario that is causing you pain, that pain is actually being caused by two parts of yourself that are currently caught in a needs conflict. If you resolve the needs conflict between those two parts of yourself, you will find alignment and be able to either see different options than you originally saw, or make a clear choice between two unwanted options without that degree of suffering. For example, I am in a lose-lose scenario as a spiritual teacher. If I show people my human side, that is, my emotions, the fact that I bleed, needing to use the restroom, eating, preferences, anything like that, that doesn't fit with people's idea of a spiritual master, then what people do, is they throw out the spiritual master side. Essentially they use my humanity to demolish their perception of my divinity. They discredit it. And they don't listen to me anymore. Essentially, they no longer recognize the hierarchy and so why do they have a reason to listen to me instead of anyone else? Especially people that do a better job at only showing their spiritual master side. However, they lose on the other side. If I never show people any of these human aspects, physical needs, emotions, what happens is that people begin to see that as the staple of what a human should be. As a result, they reject their own humanity. As a result, human beings do not integrate. As a result, we have a bunch of very dangerous spiritual people running around the world in rejection of the entire 3D dimension. It's quite a lose-lose, isn't it? The reason this puts me in such pain in a lose-lose scenario is because there's a part of me that wants to show only my spiritual master side so that people will actually listen and actually take things in and actually, genuinely consider them. There is another part that wants to show that humanity wants to put it out there in the public so that people can see these two aspects of self, so that they can integrate. So that they can really embrace humanity. And so that humanity and divinity can mix. If, I create an integration between these two parts of myself, the one that wants to show my humanity and the one that doesn't, quite frankly, then I'm not going to be in as much pain. I'm going to be able to look at what the truth is out of that integration, that third element, and make a conscious decision where both parts are in fact in alignment with the choice that I make. Because this way of dealing with lose-lose scenarios and how powerful it is, is dependent upon you understanding the concept of fragmentation of consciousness, I urge you to watch my video titled Fragmentation, The Worldwide Disease. People often do not consciously recognize their needs. Now, everybody in the universe has an Achilles heel. What most people don't know is that the flip side of that Achilles heel is a desperate need. For example, if someone's Achilles heel is isolation, their deep need might be for secure and available connection or closeness. This desperate need is what people will capitalize on if they're putting you in a lose-lose scenario. They will use your point of greatest weakness and therefore, greatest need. If you're in a lose-lose scenario, you have especially got to become aware of what this need is underneath your Achilles heel because that is most likely the one people are using. Once you become acutely aware of what that need is on the flip side of that Achilles heel, you got to find ways to meet that directly so that people can't use the deprivation of that need to control you directly. For example, person A will use person B's Achilles heel for belonging to force him to be there, so person A can lean on him. Person B's option is to find other places and ways to belong, so that it's no longer a point of pain that person A can use, so that person B will meet his needs. Here's an interesting little fact for those of you who are interested. If you don't actually find that desperate need that's underneath your Achilles heel, you're never going to be able to recognize this plethora of choices that exists in any given scenario. Because none of those choices are going to be directly about meeting that need. Therefore, any of the alternatives you can find to the lose-lose scenario won't actually feel like alternatives, because none of them will feel like they meet that direct need that you're currently unaware of. What you'll notice is that when you become aware of that desperate need that's underneath the Achilles heel and find ways to meet it directly, there's about a hundred more and different options that you wouldn't have thought of at all in conjunction with this scenario that you're currently stuck in. The other thing is, if you don't become aware of this need and meet it directly, you have no other option than to manipulate. All manipulation is, is not going for a need directly and instead going for it in a roundabout way. For this reason, I suggest that you watch my video titled Meet Your Needs. In this universe, where what I've just described happened, where free will became fragmented, so all these individual pieces and beings have free will, for integration to truly occur, each has to choose integration with its free will. Obviously, integration can only happen with a win-win, not with a win-lose, and not with a lose-lose. I'm gonna throw a little anecdote in for those of you who are interested in this type of esoteric stuff. There is an interesting fact here regarding integration and the win-win scenario that applies specifically to species evolution. Predators will eventually all become extinct. And in fact, scavengers, those being that most people ascribe to the lowest status, are in fact an evolutionary step beyond predators, and are in fact more in alignment with universal desire for oneness and integration itself. The people who end up being in these big lose-lose scenarios are the people who deny their authenticity the very most. These are people who grew up in homes, where in order to fit into the family system, they had to deny huge aspects of themselves, most especially their most basic needs. Because they continued going forward, despite that inner calling saying, this is not the right way for me, this is incompatible to me. Now they have built their whole lives on a bed of lies, without even knowing it. This is an intentional, this is not lies in the moral sense. This is lies in the, I'm acting in the opposite direction of my own actual authenticity. Therefore, becoming honest means there's more to lose. These are the people who don't notice the small universal promptings into their personal truth and so it escalates. I'll give you an example. Let's say there's a person that ignores all of these signs, continues to act in a way that's inauthentic. They end up with a partner who they're completely incompatible to. They don't want to be within 50 miles of this person. And yet they have kids together. They stay with this person. They're miserable. They break up. The kids now have a broken home. The way to avoid big lose-lose scenarios is to make changes very quickly and when things are very small. Meaning, you respond to a very small level of discomfort. Basically, notice the heat before the universe turns the heat up. For more information about this, watch my video titled, How to be Authentic. A lose-lose scenario, even though we all hate them, it genuinely shows you the most about yourself. A lose-lose scenario will force your integrity. It will force you into your personal truth. It will force you into integration. It will force you to figure out your actual desires and what really matters to you. Your core values are always revealed by lose-lose scenarios. The best thing you can do in order to stop finding yourself in these lose-lose scenarios is to commit to integration. Commit to internal integration and commit to external integration with all things. This time-space reality that you are currently calling home is managed by the law of mirroring, what many people call the law of attraction. This has vast implication for you if you continue to find yourself in lose-lose scenarios. The reason is this. If you stop putting yourself in lose-lose scenarios, and if you stop putting other people in lose-lose scenarios, you will stop finding yourself in them. Have a good one.